right, we're back with another episode of the 133's podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. And Casey, um, are you in protocol? Uh, something like that. Um, not, in, not an official protocol, but uh, embattling something non-COVID related, but uh, a little bit like, of a hor- sore throat. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't come through too much on, on the podcast. Uh, I thought it'd be clear up, cleared up by now. I mean, it feels fine most of the time, but then occasionally, like when I talk, <laughs> it, uh, it fires up again. So hopefully I won't be having to clear my voice uh, too much on this. But <clears throat> fighting through it, as I say that, I do it because I was thinking about it. Um, but we'll be fighting through that. We're professionals, Mo. We'll That's that. right. Playing her. Playing her. So yeah, I wanted to push it another day. Uh, well, one, to try and recover and throw it a little bit more. Uh, and I guess recover uh, health-wise, uh, uh, energy-wise. Because so I did the thing where so I felt sick like Friday night into Saturday. Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little better. Woke up Sunday, throat was still sore, but then the rest of me felt back to normal. Mm. So like, and it was nice out. So I like way overdid it on Sunday. Tried to do some yard work. You know, I was like, oh, I'm healthy again. Yeah, and then. I was sitting around Sunday night waiting to get you know, get ready for the pot, and then I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> all of a sudden, it's it hit me. all like, comes flooding right back. In. I was like, "You did not have the energy to do whatever it was you did today," uh, <laughs> which was surprisingly uh, not just sitting on the couch like normal Sundays. I actually tried to do something, so that was my bet. That was my bet. I learned my lesson. There you go. You tried to do something on Sunday other until than watch football. That's what you get. Middle of February, I won't do it again on a Sunday. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Um, yeah, how are you? How are you? Oh, I am. I'm doing fantastic. Great weekend. Uh, we got here in Wisconsin. Fantastic weather for yeah. November. Uh, up until I don't know later this week. Apparently, we might see those things called snowflakes. Oh no! But but whatever. Who cares? Fantastic. Uh, yeah, fantastic weekend. I'm ready to go. Let's talk some Badgers. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's start out talking the Badgers. Badgers thrash. I will officially call this one a thrashing. Thrashing. Uh, 52-3 to against Rutgers uh, in, at Rutgers. And I must say, Marlo, before we get all the great things that happened, I did. There was a little bit of, Uh-oh. you know how you know how doubt just creeps into my mind. I'm always yeah. nervous. I'm always doubting early in games. <clears throat> and I will admit, despite a 52-3 to scoreline, <laughs> uh-huh. The way the game started and into, I don't know, the halfway through the third, uh, excuse me, the second quarter when everything kind of changed. But I was like, so many little things are going wrong. We had the opening drive interception. Uh, we had a missed field goal. They had an early field goal. Uh, and really, our touchdown just felt gifted to us. And I was like, I don't know. You know, it just still feels like Rutgers hanging around here. As we're sitting there, you know, seven three ten three, pretty late into um, into the second quarter. So I got a little nervous. It felt a little bit eleven a.m. Northwestern to me. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. It was a little of. I mean, it was set up to be the typical letdown game, right? Uh, everything had been going. You know, we had the great game against Iowa earlier. Earlier on, we'll talk about how Minnesota lost, and then. You know, you're playing in a half-empty stadium up in... Uh, oh, where's Rutgers? What's the name of the town? Piscataway? Piscataway, is that Something you like it? that. Something like that. In Piscataway, New Jersey. <clears throat> right for right for a letdown. And the way it started with the, uh, with the, with the Mertz interception, 
And anytime that happens, all you can think of yourself, here we go again, right? Yeah. Um, so I feel you on that. I, I, I definitely I feel you on that. Uh, but then when they kind of, when they did, I think once they got the, um, what are you, the defensive touchdown? Well, yeah, I think, well, it was even before, the defensive touchdown was just the floodgates opening, but yeah. then off the field goal, uh, Krushenk, uh fumbled the kickoff on, uh, while he got injured and, you know, yeah. I was worried that he was going to do something to hurt us um, as going into the game, but his first game he was active in a while. I think he missed the previous two games, and then he fumbles that, and I just felt you know really bad for him. Obviously, fumbling, yeah. but mainly getting hurt, and that sucked. But then we turned that into a touchdown, and then uh, 14 seconds later, uh, turned a another Aaron throw. Where their quarterback in the first half, he was just spinning and throwing into like certain areas like he wasn't even i don't even know if he was aiming at anybody in particular mm-hmm. he just like oh crap i'm under duress and just threw it at people and <laughs> uh two of the times uh <laughs> it was it was our players and yeah caesar williams with the pick the pick six uh and then then <clears throat> excuse me then it was uh 24 to 3 and in all sense of purposes the game was over at that point and then we just kind of piled on from there yeah, and so that was good. I mean, after the first little scare we talked about, it was yeah. it was pretty stress-free after that. Yeah, they moved the ball pretty well. Again, I don't mean to go back, but they moved the ball pretty well on the first drive where I was like, oh, man, I don't know. They had 60 yards, something like that. Um, I guess that was their second drive, technically. The first one was an in, in interception. 68 yards yeah. on the second drive. Um, but, yeah, then the defense just turned it on, and they probably didn't have 68 yards the rest of the game total. <laughs> I'm adding it up now. Okay, it might have been a little bit more than 68. Oh, there's a garbage time in there. Oh, they had a 51-yard drive to end the interse- interception. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I guess I guess the question is, where, like, did we, after that, like, did we learn anything in this game? Was this just a get-right game, or was this, you know, I mean, obviously the defense played, super, uh, you know, very well. Again, yeah. I think we said last week, I hadn't watched a snap of Rutgers football, but... Defensive played well. The offense, um, you know, was able like after that first drive, able to move move the ball well. So like, yeah, was it just a really bad Rutgers team, or did we learn anything from from our guys? I think for the most part, it was a really bad Rutgers performance. I think what it shows though is that defense travels, <clears throat> and um, while. You know, our offense can be oh. frustratingly inconsistent at times. Uh, what is the catch? Oh, I, I forgot the other reason. What, uh, yeah. I, I was going to mention at the top. I wanted to push it back to record one, uh, to help me uh, regain my voice, and two, mm-hmm. uh, to make you record during a Bears game. That was, <laughs> that was my other thing. So, as you hear Marlo kind of uh, commenting in the background, there was a. They call it a catch, uh, deep play to uh, Goodwin, Godwin. Yeah, good win. Good win. Yeah, so that's what that's what's happening in the background. If you hear any sudden uh, reactions, uh, but <clears throat> I think the defense traveled. The defense played really well, and the offense can be inconsistent when the defense has given up three points and I guess in and of itself outscoring the other team. Uh, you know, forcing more turnovers than points that they gave up. Uh, but we something we didn't mention about the defense, Marlo, last week. But, oh. Yeah, that is now. You want to talk about this, Brandon? No, I just we it happened. Yeah, and I just wanted it, it, it was something that I had 
on my mind to talk about last week, but didn't. Yep. Uh, did they happen this week? I didn't yeah. see. Okay, I didn't see. I missed it. What was I? Why did? How did I miss it? <laughs> I was watching it like with the notebook. I was taking notes. I was paying very good attention. I don't know. I missed it. <laughs> the grip oh, no, factory. Got... The grip factory. I beat around the bush. The grip, yeah. grip factory hats. Yeah. Um, apparently, it's you know it's a red and white trucker hat in which they wrote the grip factory, right? Or grip factory. The grip factory. The grip factory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marlo, how do you feel about this? Um, on the I record, if, I don't know if you saw it. it has its own Twitter handle too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> How does one? Could I have just started that? If I do, I need to be affiliated with the team. Or could uh, I have just started? You, if I was quick enough on the Twitter, you, you're quick enough on Twitter. You probably could have started it. God damn. Um, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, the Grit Factory. Uh, sure, I I think it's it's very okay. So, I think we're kind of torn here. We've had this we had this conversation off the mics, yeah. well, via text, but. Uh, we've made many. We've made many fun of 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 all turnover type, yeah, paraphernalia. Yeah, shall we, shall we call well, it? Mainly one, right? Mainly one. The turnover but, chain. Yeah, but this is. I don't know. It's it's so <laughs> like all the other ones have been so over the top. You had the turnover chain. Someone had like a turnover. Like they had like a bucket or like a like. I don't know. It seems over the top. This is just a a trucker hat with marker on it yeah <laughs> you know and that i feel like that's so wisconsin and just funny um that i think it's okay now can it get a little big it probably can i think it's well on its way um merch is being pursed out there obviously there's a twitter handle going they're doing the grit uh grit factory what is it, what are they calling it grit factory worker of the week mm-hmm. um <laughs> oh boy so those those are the type of things if it gets too big it can't come back to it can't come back to bite you but uh, I don't know. I like it for right now. I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, right I think now. it. Initially, I was like, "Oh, that's fine." I'm like, "Oh, I've made fun of so many of these things." I feel <laughs> like there were sunglasses, but that might just be Aaron Jones when he scores touchdowns. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like there's been things like this, and I've always kind of rolled my eyes at them. Now that the Badgers have one, I'm, I'm like, "Yeah, it's cool." Ah, oh, man, am I going to roll my eyes at this eventually? And I think I will. I mean, it's available. Uh, for sale, you can buy your own. Although they kind of prettied up the marker on it a little bit, it doesn't look like handwritten. I wish they would have made it look a little more handwritten in the font, but that's yeah. maybe hard to do with like you know a computer printing press or whatever they use. Well, yeah, we could just make our own. We're gonna make our own branded Third Two Breeze Grit Factory hats. All right, yeah, be a lot lookout. Of, lot of. A lot of grit on this podcast. <laughs> a lot of grit. Yeah. Ton of grit. Look, look yeah. how much you play As I hurt. move the podcast because I'm like, ah, oh, my throat hurts a little bit. Let's do it, Let's do it the next day. Not. Uh, all right. Defense was fantastic. Uh, I guess holding them to a total of, uh, why doesn't this total it for me? I don't know. 120 yards, 127 yards, it looks like as I'm adding it up. <clears throat> uh, so a great performance there. I guess flipping to the offensive side of the ball, uh, Mertz started out extremely poorly, and that was part of the reason why I was like, oh, no, here we go. I'm like, oh, no, here's bad Mertz, because yep. his interception was about as bad as anyone it was. He decided where he was going, as bad as any he's had. He decided, <laughs> he decided where he was going before the play, stared down Ferguson. He was double covered. He, I mean, he couldn't even turn around. He was, I, I don't want to say being interfered with, but he was... Um, 
not available to catch the pass. Uh, and Mertz threw it into that double coverage, and it was picked off. Um, and I think he missed another throw. I wrote down Ooh. he was inconsistent. I didn't write the example down. But <clears throat> uh, so that was the start of the game. He finished with a great stat line. 11 for 16, 240 yards, three touchdowns, uh, one interception. And he averaged 15 yards. This is the stat I wrote down, or got from Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. Dave Heller. Uh, Murds averaged 15 yards per attempt. That's the highest yards per attempt for a Badger quarterback since Russell Wilson, who averaged 19.6 against UNLV. Um, so pretty good company when you're in a game with uh, the best quarterback in school history, stat-wise. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. The three touchdowns, love it. Um, you know, eleven sixty for two forty yards. I, he was definitely. I mean, you gotta you gotta find your guys. You gotta find a moment. But he's definitely helped out the runners with a catch by a few of those receivers. Which um, not gonna take away from him, but finding yeah. guys in open space. That's. I think that just goes to show you can find if you find the guys in open space, we can make things happen. Right. Right, and it's it's quick throws, right? And that's not something we've we've seen all the time. Uh, and Prior had the long touchdown. Dan Davis had uh, essentially a jump ball touchdown, but it's you know making plays uh, or putting your wide receivers in position to make plays, whether that is just literally throwing it to them at the line of scrimmage and then breaking a tackle and going all the way, or a jump ball uh, where Danny Davis has to go up and get it, and he did a great job of doing that. I'm trying to see where the touch, how long. I thought it was 58. I can't find it. God darn it. I'm going to find it, Marlon. Yeah, no. Um, nope, can't find it. Oh, it was 72 yards. It was one play, 72 yards. Yeah. What? <coughs> Hold on. Okay, go ahead. No, that's this. Give me a freaking block. Oh, come on. Um, I lost my thought there, too. I couldn't. I didn't think it was 72 yards because he has. Because Kendrick Pryor had four catches for 72 yards, and the one touchdown was. Oh, I was. Danny Davis had the long touchdown. Pryor had the jump ball. I had a mixed. I had a mixed. My fault. Ah, disaster, Marlo. All right. Absolute uh, so disaster. Mertz, I would say outside of the first drive, really good. Great game. Great game. If it wasn't for that first drive, yeah, I would have said great game. But, again, that still happened. That still happened. It still happened. And, yeah, in a, in a game where you have less less opportunities to score, that's, that's, a, huge, that's a huge thing. But, luckily, it was Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, get that out the way now. Um, uh, Jimmy Graham didn't score that touchdown. No, no, I got okay. a legal freaking block. Oh, there was a penalty on it. Okay. Yeah, there was a penalty on it. It's bullshit. Okay. And they keep, yeah. Anyways, excuse my French. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let's move on to the running backs tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Braylon Allen, another hundred yard game. He is the. Oh, is this one of the ones I liked? Yeah, fifth uh, game in a row now uh, with at least a hundred yards uh, as a freshman. Even Jonathan Taylor didn't do that so damn five uh i mean it really feels like he played in the other games but five games where he's been a significant part of the offense five games in which he's run for over 100 yards uh toting the ball 15 times for 129 in this game one touchdown uh long run of 36 which that really felt like it opened up the playbook uh early in i think that was in the second quarter um and started to kind of put things away so great game um by Braylon Allen. Yeah, so we shout out the offensive line, um, getting their stuff together for the last couple of games. Yeah, but uh, it, the you know the running backs coming through, but the offensive line with their protection and and making the running lanes. 
And that leads to being able to run play action. Play action made yeah. another made an appearance. That was awesome. That's what I meant to say. Play action made an appearance. And it, it works out well when your running backs are running wild. It did. Or it does, and it did. did. Um, yep. I don't know how, how much it happened. But, yeah, it, it, again, it's doing things to make Grammar's job easier uh, and giving them kind of easy reads and easy opportunities. Um, speaking of offensive linemen, I'll kind of segue that into, uh, I guess the only concern was yeah. kind of the toll this game took on our players. Uh, Malusi went down untouched um, when the game was out of hand. And I don't know, was that too early to start resting him? I, I know Braylon Allen was kind of nursing an ankle injury. And I just kind of, while we're running those plays, I was like, I don't know. We should get him out, but Malusi does go down uh, with a non-contact. They said his knee injury. He's listed as questionable for next week, uh, which I immediately texted you, and I was like, holy yeah, crap, it wasn't serious. Yeah, you're um, pretty excited. Said it'd be great news, but I, I guess it turns out that they just don't know the extent of the injury yet. Uh, so the questionable equals Christ. not serious isn't necessarily the case. Yeah. Which is, which is disappointing. Um, although, I, I mean... We've had a great kind of two-head monster here with uh, Allen and Malusi here, um, and just seems like it's working really well. And it would be really disappointing uh, if he is if he is injured, especially with well, all the other stuff that's going. Yeah, on. exactly. If Malusi, that's a paper thin. I don't even know who's who's next up. Um, that'd be a paper thin. Well, I think it'd be Julius Davis who had his uh, first couple carries. Yep. Here in the game, he had seven total in the game. His first carry was an absolutely terrible play uh, where they tried to run him almost on. It wasn't even like a full jet sweep. It, I, I mean, that play just had nowhere to go. So he finished with seven carries for 11 yards, which is pretty good considering his first play lost four. <laughs> but uh, I think he's the next guy up. He's uh, another Wisconsin running back. I think he's out of Menominee Falls. Um, he'd be next. Uh, then after that, it's, I don't know, people I don't know. Or, um, or uh, I don't know, Jackson Acker, who's listed as a fullback, he's huge, um, had the 18-yard touchdown run. I think he would get some carries maybe before some other, uh, I don't know, of the other kind of down-the-depth chart running backs. So we'll see. Um, <coughs> on, on that. Uh, also, the segue I was trying to do, uh, and then I messed up by talking about uh, Malusi first is uh, Jack Nelson left the game in a pretty scary incident where he just, I guess I didn't see it and I didn't really want to see it, but he, after or kind of towards the end of a play, just kind of collapsed, for lack of a better word. Let's just say fell down onto his face um, and needed to be helped off the field. It seems like he responded well and he's listed as questionable too, so I guess in that regard it is good that it does, again, Questionable doesn't necessarily mean not serious, but in both of these cases, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah, you can hope for the best. I th- Well, it's, it's Tuesday right now. I guess we'll find out more as the week goes on. Um, obviously, Chris isn't going to give anything away because not his style. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. But it would be... It will be... if Yeah, if he's out, then we're going to have some reshuffling of the line, uh, you know, going forward. But like we just said, it would be... Damn shame because we were just just seeing it start to gel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
All right, that's all I got on the 52-3 beating at Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers has covered. Yet to, yeah, has yet to beat Wisconsin. Uh, I mean, I think we learned one, one other thing. One thing we learned is uh, defense travels, but maybe this team will might just ride this. You know, they're not. I'm going to say this, and they're going to lose to Northwestern. But <clears throat> you know, you said it could be a trap game. Could be you know, in the situation where something funky happens, and they didn't let it happen. Hopefully that continues. Uh, in the next week against Northwestern, luckily it's not at Northwestern. Yeah. Um, but it is uh, against Northwestern at 11 o'clock uh, at Cape Breton, obviously. Uh, Marla, what do you expect out of this game, or what are you looking forward to? Let's do the, remember the looking forward to worried about? Yeah. Let's yeah, do that. I remember that. You want to bring it back? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't talk to you about it until right now because I didn't remember it until right now. But that was a fun way to talk about it. All right. Uh, all right. What are you looking forward to? Uh, and I say this because I have a looking forward to. Okay. Um, so I just transitioned into that. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for yeah, yeah. taking something you prepared and you want, here, me heads up and then having Let me you do go mine first. first so you can, you can think. All right. I'll do all mine right. first. All right. I'm looking forward to our running game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hopefully that includes uh, Ches Malusi. But even if not, uh, we're playing Northwestern Saturday. This is. Uh, another tweet I found from uh, Jeff Petrikis, I think he pronounced it. Wildcats are last in the Big Ten, 125th nationally in rushing defense. They are allowing 5.4, 5.4 yards per carry, 225 rushing yards per game. Opponents have a total of almost three rushing touchdowns per game against them. I'm looking forward to watching our offensive line, our running backs against that defensive front from Northwestern. Okay. All right. Um, I'll take that. I guess what I'm looking forward to, I feel like for me as a fan, this is revenge game. I feel like last year, this is when the wheels kind of came off on the season was the at Northwestern game as it always does. Um, but it, it seemed to be where, if I remember correctly, it was, that was like Mertz had a good beginning and then it went off and it went down and it kind of never recovered (laughs) from that, uh, from that game. So, uh, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward for the offense, not only in the running, but to make it right and use that play action um, to their advantage uh, to to get the the passing game going with no interceptions. Yeah, that would be right. Um, <clears throat> I guess my worry. Uh, this is just generic. It's Northwestern at eleven, and <laughs> no matter what Northwestern team Northwestern has, it always seems like. Um, they give us a hard time, uh, and I think look no farther than their game against Iowa uh, this week where, yeah, they didn't win, but, God, they made the game ugly. Maybe Iowa helped a little bit with that because, you know, yeah, what we've seen out of Iowa lately. But uh, after what – Northwestern won the West last year, right? That was just last yep. year that that yep. happened? Yep. They lost their quarterback. A lot, lot of turnover from that team. I don't think they're the same team, but – I always come back to you. It's Northwestern at eleven a half. <laughs> so that's again generic worry. I don't have necessarily anything specific about Northwestern. I'm worried about. Granted, I just watched really the Iowa game, but looking back at some of their scores against some better uh, opponents here, not a great run from them. Uh, getting blown out by Michigan, Michigan State, Nebraska, Minnesota, and then only the close game against Iowa, and obviously their only win over Rutgers. It's just yeah, like, obviously, because you're not looking at their record like I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Took it through the schedule. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if it's too early to worry about this, but I, I'm worried, worried about the atmosphere. Cape Randall. Yep. It's, uh, it's close to deer hunting. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Wisconsin is on an upsurge, so maybe that'll help. But, you know, I always get, I always get worried about it. You know, I'm a big hunter. I'm a big hunter, Casey. So, yeah. But I usually take the badger game over. Camo. <laughs> exactly. So I always see uh, in one of those two. So with an 11 o'clock Northwestern game, to your point, um, I hope the atmosphere shows up. Kind yeah. of worried. Kind of worried. They might need to come to support them, Marlo. They yeah. Might need, they might I, need. Someone has to do it. Yeah. Might as well be you. You did say I was going to get cold, though, so maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sounds tough. All right. Uh, let's look outside of Wisconsin into the rest of college football at large. Well, let's stay in the Big Ten. Uh, an interesting week. In the Big Ten West, it has jumbled it at the top. Oh uh, with them. what four teams? <clears throat> four teams tied uh, atop three teams. Four teams. One, two, three, four. Four teams are tied atop the Big Ten West with four and two records. Um, and I guess let's start with the. I guess more surprising result. Well, they're both surprising, I guess. But let's start with yeah. Purdue over Michigan State. Purdue forty, Michigan State twenty nine. Um, it's Purdue year. <laughs> Yeah, it, if it wasn't for that Wisconsin game, I would believe that. But <laughs> we just beat them. So I mean, it, they I didn't look good in our game. Uh, their offense looked very limited. Um, and I guess in hindsight, this shouldn't have been such a surprise because uh, Michigan State apparently, and I noticed this, or this seemed pretty obvious in uh, the Michigan game, but their defense isn't very good. <laughs> and especially, especially their pass defense, and that is kind of what Purdue does best. Yes. Uh, so in hindsight, that seems pretty obvious, but I still thought that Michigan State was going to have enough offense and control the ball with That's Kenneth dumb. Walker um, to to be able to put this away. But Purdue wins a massive game for them. Uh, they've won uh, two against ranked teams, I think, for the first time since '84, something like that. Uh, beating formerly number two, soon to be unranked Iowa, <laughs> and uh, formerly number three Michigan State. So great win by them. Um, How's that not offensive fast and furious? That's bull- yeah, you know, rules, um, are, rules are unfair. They're slanted towards the offense. Bro. Like, that's that's crap. This. That's crap. Uh, I mean, it's surprising, but like just the the order of events, right? Well, actually, was it? Yeah, it's. This, it doesn't make sense. I guess, you know, you break it down, Michigan State, they were being touted as a great defense. Uh, obviously, they were exposed by um, by Purdue. <coughs> but, I mean, Purdue beats Iowa. Okay. Purdue comes in. Like, and this was, not that they just beat Michigan State. They beat. They beat. Yeah. They beat Michigan State. Um, they dominated them. It was, it was at Purdue, but, I don't know, striking... I, they're still in it. Michigan State, are they are they are who we thought they were, and no. uh, <clears throat> the Michigan State to me was is the Tennessee Titans in the NFL, mm, mm, and yeah. they just they have a good enough defense. They have the good running back, and even when they're down, they have the good running back, and they keep running with them. But in this game, they that didn't work. I mean, they. they I think Purdue's run defense was just good enough, but like that that formula just didn't work against this kind of Purdue team who has a good run defense, but had a good a much better offense I think than I was giving them credit for. 
is what just what I go back to because I watched them really really struggle against Wisconsin. Yeah. Who uh, turns out Marlowe has a good mm. defense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God, so, God, I'm so in. On I, it was very right weird now. watching this game though because I, I didn't know who to root for because like technically I should have wanted Michigan State to win right because then Purdue's they're in the West they have a loss that'd be better for me right. Yeah. But I wanted the upset. <laughs> <laughs> I kept going back and forth. In the end, I think I wanted Purdue to win just for the upset factor. Um, and that's what we got. Uh, speaking of upset factors, <coughs> our boy Bert down in Illinois beats Man. Minnesota 14 to 6. Um, I turned this game Signature on. Signature win. And it was 14 to 0. And I was <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I was, oh, that's surprised. And then I was shocked to see it was in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I was like, what? How did this happen? I just assumed like it was the first quarter. I'm like, oh, Illinois got out to a hot early lead. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't only that. It wasn't – they didn't score in uh, – it was – oh, it was 14-0 at half. Why did I think it wasn't that? Oh, Minnesota didn't score in the fourth quarter. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, just a brutal game by Minnesota. Just absolutely brutal. They were ranked ahead of Wisconsin. They were 20th. We were 21st. There's a lot of chest puffing over there. And then to come out and do this is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Man, Illinois. Just always, always sneaking up on people. Uh, this is, yeah, this is great. This is, this is another one. It's like, well, you want to see Burt lose. But if they're going to beat someone, might as well make it Minnesota. Because that's hilarious, too. Yeah. Uh, what 14... a weird, Illinois has such a weird year. Yes. Their wins... Are so strange. They're so. I mean, like fourteen to six, whatever it was. Yeah. Was it nineteen? Twenty eighteen to Penn State and six overtime. <laughs> they lost to Rutgers <laughs> they a week to ago. Rutgers. <laughs> and on both sides, beat ranked teams. It's that's so weird. Um, their quarterback threw the ball nine times. I mean, that's so it's the weirdest game. It's Brett Bielma football. And uh, I mean. Uninspired is just what I think the nicest way you could talk about the way Minnesota played, which an added hilarity to it was they just announced the day before the game that they extended PJ Fleck for seven more years. Oh, God. No. So he's going to be here for 2028, gave him a nice raise, he makes $5 million a year, and then his team comes out and doesn't score in the first three quarters against Illinois. Absolutely hilarious. They now have a they have a worse win percentage in the four plus years under PJ Fleck than they did in the four years before he came there. Is that right? You yeah. wouldn't know with the way he dances around and talks emphatically at his press conferences and runs down the sideline after the uh, after the quarter. You wouldn't know. They had people, people the need one to know year when they. Finished second in the Big Ten when they when they won the when they were co champions of the Big Ten West. Yeah, but didn't um. play in a Big Ten championship <laughs> game. So and lost the axe and therefore not Big Ten West champions. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's crazy. And I mean, I guess sure he's done okay, but like that's literally the only year they have had. And to ex- like, were people coming for PJ Fleck that you needed to do this? Was this an issue? Uh, I, I it felt like such a weird timing. Uh, and then I don't know why they do these extensions in the middle of the season ever. Like, what is the benefit? What was the benefit to the University of Minnesota of doing this right now? 
when they are sitting at six and two, four and one in the conference, first place in the Big Ten West. Like PJ Fleck has all the leverage in that situation, right? He is performing well. Let the season play out. Your schedule, their schedule, excuse me, <clears throat> is relatively difficult with Iowa and uh, Wisconsin on the schedule. Let the season play out. See if he's as good as you think you are before you give him seven more. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand do you, it. Do you think PJ made like a bunch of burner Twitter accounts that were like uh, that pretended to be recruits and like, it, it, yeah, pretended to be recruits? Like, uh, I'm going to go to Minnesota, but only if PJ Fleck could say is going to be there. I think he made burner <laughs> accounts called like at USC AD, and they <laughs> tweeted at himself. <laughs> Hey PJ, inter- how do you like SoCal or <laughs> yeah. at eighty LSU? You know, and they, that was all. They, all those accounts were pay, uh, tagging PJ Fleck. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah, that might explain. That might it. that explains it. God, I don't know. I don't get. It. I mean, look, as a Badger fan, hey, he can stay around, right? Yeah. I, I don't think. I don't think they're you know, busting doors off of. Big Ten championships with PJ Fleck anytime soon. Um, I'll say that. I'll knock on wood, but like, I mean, come on, this is year five. Yeah, they're not better. Uh, all right. Speaking of not better, uh, <laughs> Ohio State hangs on against Nebraska. Uh, a little worried, Marlo. Ohio State looking more and more just Big Ten good. Just Big Ten good. Definitely just Big Ten good. Not looking. They're they are just Big Ten good. Um. What are you worried about? What's the worry? You you want that? I guess I don't know. You want I, the, I'm worried isn't the you right word. You want the the bell cow for the for the I guess I'm worried the for them. I'm for worried them. for okay. them. I guess. Okay. I'm not worried about it, but yeah. I I didn't think, couldn't think of a better way to put that, but they're starting. You're they're starting to look more and more like just Big Ten good as they're not they're not blowing out teams that they think. Now maybe Nebraska's just the uh, we're gonna lose close every game, and that's what it looks like. Granted, they have some blowouts in there, but yeah, <clears throat> that just might be Nebraska. And speaking of new contracts, ooh, well, th- so the wording's really unclear. I haven't, at the time of recording, I haven't been able to figure this out. Uh, Nebraska said Scott Frost is coming back next year, and they're reworking the remainder of his contract, which I think is still another five or six years or something like that. So he's not fired now. <laughs> Definitely coming back next year, and we're and they reworked whatever is left. I mean, okay, so they've won seven. The confidence I think of that Minnesota has in PJ Fleck, but he can stay. But he had to fire all his staff. I gotcha. There's the problem. Um, yeah, that'll fix it. That'll fix it. Yeah, so you have like PJ. Okay, PJ Fleck. Um, Scott Frost. Frost. Scott Frost supposed to be the savior of Nebraska. Comes over after his national title win at UCF. What yeah. the hell has gone on in Lincoln? Like, they haven't been, they haven't even sniffed bowl eligibility since he's been there. No. Uh, I want to say he's something like 14 and 27. Not like good. That. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let everyone know that's not a good record. Yeah. They're losing close this year, though, Marlo. Lo- yeah. And that, one in- <laughs> there it is. He's almost over the hump. Is this year four or five? Is this year four? Fine. Touchdown. What are you going, Mooney? <clears throat> um, I don't know. I didn't have that. Okay. But anyways. Oh, four years. So, uh, so four. Amid, a f- amid a 15 and 27 record over the past four years, Nebraska will continue to believe in Coach Scott. Wow. Okay. 
But well, don't worry, the pressure's going to mount. <laughs> man, still riding that national championship. But, hey, good for, hey, good for you, Scott. Good for you, man. That's what? wild. I mean, I just go back to looking, and they're sh- they show the Big Ten West standings. And alone in last place is Nebraska. You're, in a year, in a year where there's really not a good team in the West, right? And look, they have a tough schedule. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. they still lost to Illinois. They still lost to Minnesota. They still lost to Purdue. Like those should be winnable games. Sure, you, you have to win. Ohio you have State, to win. Michigan, you Michigan. have to win one to two of those. Come on. <clears throat> Wait, Michigan State's right twentieth now. Oh, no, wait, that's when they played them. I'm an idiot. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Sorry. Uh, all right, that's Big Ten. Other ends, <coughs> NCAA football, Marlo. Um, this comes out on Tuesday, so no matter when we record, mo- Sunday or Monday, yeah. um, it's we're not going to be first on this. But no. uh, the college football rankings came out. Uh, your top four, as I'm sure everybody knows, uh, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, for the time being, Oregon, uh, just outside, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma. I'd say that's where the cutoff goes to people that can actually make uh, the college football playoff. Uh, I guess we'll start with the topic everybody kind of, or the lightning rod conversation that's seeming to be. Undefeated Cincinnati ranked, I think, number two in the AP poll. Yep. Uh, sitting there at sixth. Um, Marlo, how would you... Are you fighting for them to be in the top four, or are you okay with them being left out at six? So, in the first one, okay, so I think in the first college football ranking, that's fine. Like, they're in the hunt, right? Sitting at six, there's stuff that can go, there's stuff that can go above them. It'll be interesting this week how far Michigan State falls, and if they rise or if someone jumps them, <clears throat> that's one. And that will be very telling of what this college football committee is thinking about Cincinnati. Do I have a problem with it? Yeah, I hate to see like a Cincinnati team, especially since they did beat Notre Dame. Who where'd they put Notre Dame at in this thing? Uh, they are ten. They put Notre Dame at ten. Cincinnati beats Notre Dame and is still undefeated, uh, but they get there at six. That's crap. But it's still it's only the first one, so we'll see what happens in the second one. I th- I would be more upset if I was a Cincinnati fan. Actually, just as a fan in college football, if they get hopped over. Uh, this time around. Hmm. Well, they won't. I don't think they will this week unless they. So I think they put them at six because they don't want them in the playoff. Yes. And I think they looked at this. That's um, not passive. And, and went, okay, let's play. They, instead of looking at it, how is it right now? Uh, yeah. They looked at, okay, well, how can the rest of the season play out? And I don't think they like moving teams out of the playoff unless they lose. Yeah. So if they put Cincinnati in there, I think they, based on what they've done in the past, would have had to keep Cincinnati in there unless they lost. And I don't think they wanted to be a position in which they had to do that. Uh, So that's why I think they left him out. Um, The only team I can really see jumping them is Oklahoma. If Oklahoma goes undefeated... Yep, uh, and maybe Michigan, but they would have to beat Ohio State, and let's be honest, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Other than that, I don't. So that would take a lot of other teams to lose to have Cincinnati come out. Could that happen? Sure, um, but I think that's why they they left them out. 
uh, and also why they put Oregon at Ohio State. Although I can see that switching as the season kind of goes on and Ohio State gets some high-quality wins, whereas Oregon's not going to have those opportunities. Uh, but maybe that won't matter because Michigan State fell out already. So um, it, Alabama, with the, I think, is going to stay. Even, and I think they put Alabama at two. This is based on my they don't want team they want to be because they're going to play Georgia yeah if they lose to Georgia I think they want to be able to drop them to four gotcha I see what you're doing here I think you could be on the committee uh I think you're I'm just trying to figure out what they're doing no but I think your ability to look at look at schedules um, oh yeah yeah your ability to look at schedules <clears throat> look ahead and place teams based on that. I think it would be a good committee member. I'm oh, just, yeah. I'm, just putting your, I'm putting Casey's name in the ring. for. I am down for almost any committee that pays me to be on it. Yeah. And you, almost anyone. You just get to fly out. Are they still going to Texas? You just to fly out of Texas every every Saturday and just watch football? I bet they got comfy chairs. Yep. Nice office table. What is it called? Conference table. Conference table. Yep. I almost said coffee tables. Like, that's <laughs> definitely not right. They're probably have nice coffee tables too. <laughs> you know, as you're waiting to go in. Yeah. Sounds nice. I could be on it. I'd let. I mean, look, reach out to me. You guys got my Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's what. I, that's how I think it's going to go. Wake Forest loses. I, I just don't see any of the other one loss teams sneaking in. So I think you cut it off there at Oklahoma, uh, and and kind of go from there. Um, that said, none of. I mean, Wake Forest lost. I figured that was going to happen at some point. Nobody else had a really interesting game outside of uh, Michigan State, which we already talked about. Alabama was close against LSU. Um, but I just, I, because of Alabama, I just kind of figured they would get there, and they did, especially with the LSU team as it is this year. Um, so not not the, not a very interesting outside of the Big Ten, I think, uh, college football week. Anything else you had this uh, week? No, no. Just looking forward to it. All right. Let's look ahead to next week. Uh, we talked about Wisconsin at Northwestern. Obviously, that's the number one on everybody's list. Yeah. Uh, we got Big Noon is Oklahoma Baylor. Uh, maybe Baylor was looking ahead because they did lose. Uh, they did lose this week to TCU. Mm. Not a great loss. Um, Oklahoma obviously looking to move up that college football ranking. I guess that's why you're watching it to gauge Oklahoma's college football rankingness. Yeah, or, or well, see if they if, get upset. This, this is one of those if you like defense don't watch this game. Mhm. <laughs> that's a reason not to watch it. <laughs> if you like offense you watch this game. Yeah, um, are there really football fans who are like you know what? I like there are there are probably Big Ten fans. Right? Oh, I don't watch sure. it. I don't watch the Big Twelve. They oh, for defense. sure, they, they don't play defense. Oh, for sure, you know they're out there. The purists, <laughs> the the college football purists. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, other than that, uh, okay. yeah, I don't know why you watch this game while Wisconsin Nebraska is going on. So <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one will just be. It will be lower scoring. Though, from Baylor, I'll tell you that. Uh, CBS game, uh, afternoon game, Georgia-Tennessee. I guess they're just going to keep putting Tennessee on. They, they did beat Kentucky, and Kentucky continued their free fall, as I said they would. Nice. Pre- predicted here first. Um, 
They got kind of hosed by the officials. Uh, there was a not call that should have been called, and then they compounded it by. They did this. It like happened just after the in the Northwestern game too, where there was a pass interference call uh, that Northwestern didn't get, and then I don't know how they called it, uh, but Pat Fitzgerald just kind of like dropped his head on the sideline, and he was clearly like close to the field. And they gave him like an unsportsmanlike 15-yard penalty, which was absolutely stupid. Uh, and then a similar thing happened in the Georgia-Tennessee game. I don't remember exactly the call, but it was a clear call that, uh, excuse me, Kentucky-Tennessee game that Kentucky should have had. And Mark Stoops loses his mind and comes out on the field and is yelling. And then they compound their lack of a call with a 15-yard penalty, which I guess you have to do. But like, oh, I don't know. no, it, oh. it feels. It feels Idiot. really bad. It feels really Come bad when on. it happens. Jesus. I never do this. So. <laughs> God. It fumbles the... Oh. Yeah. Anyways, uh, is that game at Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Are you... Just make, keep, it t- keep it in the back of your mind for uh, upset alert. Upset alert? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean... If you like defense, you watch this game because Georgia's defense is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of a game it's going to be. Uh, ABC, for some reason, uh, they're playing. I guess maybe they wanted to get an ACC game, and there have been few and far between of an opportunity to get that. So they got Notre Dame, the quasi-ACC team, against Virginia. I don't know. That doesn't feel like a great game, but that's what's going to be on ABC uh, at night. Oh, awesome. Great. Great nightcap. We gotta find something else. Uh, so yeah, let's find something else to watch. Uh, looking at the schedule, where did the schedule go? What just happened? Oh, oh. I clicked on the game. Okay, I got it. Don't worry, Marlo. I'm good. With the okay, schedules. I'm getting good. You get get your schedules right. together. <coughs> Other games of the week, I guess. Possibilities uh, in the Big Ten. You got Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Big Ten West implications. That's on two thirty. Um, I assume that's on Big Ten Network. It doesn't say on the SPN here. Um, Michigan, Penn, oh, I, don't, I don't want to talk about Michigan Penn State yet. I'm going to save that one. Um, other ranked games, Mississippi, our SEC games with Mississippi State, Auburn, uh, A&M, and Ole Miss. Yeah, there you go. Game. NC State, Wake Forest, so two ranked ACC teams. I just, let me ask with you, Marlo. All these not Georgia Alabama teams this year in the SEC <laughs> feel exactly the same to me. <laughs> um, for sure, I think they're you know the, this is one of these they're riding Georgia and Alabama's coattails. I mean, they're all really good, I think, but they're definitely worse than Alabama and Georgia. Yeah, and they just beat each other, <laughs> and mm. I can't figure out who's good in them and who's not. I think A and M might be the best of them. Maybe we'll see when they play Ole Miss. But they all seem the same, and I just get them all confused. What What am I supposed to do? I mean, it's I'm a Big Ten guy. Big Ten guy. Um, NC State, Wake Forest, ranked unranked. That is not going to be a good game. I'm calling it here. Uh, Wake Forest puts up points. Wake Forest puts up points. Oh. They do put up points. They do put up points. Even against Army, which well, Wisconsin could not do. Truth. Pac-12 <laughs> uh, after dark, Oregon, Washington State. I really am tired of watching Oregon against Pac-12 teams. <laughs> They're just better, and it's not fun. 
<laughs> it's, it's not fun because I'm, you know, obviously rooting against them, uh, and they don't play anybody good out there. Uh, at least they have in the past couple of weeks. I think they have to play Utah at some point. I'm not going to look at the schedule, but I think they do. Mm. Um, that's next week. All right. Uh, I'm. I guess most issues in the Minnesota Iowa game because that's has the most implications that in the Wisconsin game that does not involve Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Big game uh, there. What's that? Did they even put the network it's on? Who are they playing on? That must be the Big Ten Network. It's got to be Big Ten Network. Yep. Ah, they don't even After that Rutgers-Indiana lead. Oof. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> big big audience rolling over from that. Um, all right. Upset alert, Marlo. I am going to put my upset alert on Mich- Michigan. Oh, I heard them. At Penn State. Um, I thought you were upset that I picked that upset. No. Like, you can pick it too, Marlon. That's okay. <laughs> I think Penn State's a good team. Mm-hmm. I think they have a good defense. I still, I'm, I guess this is coming off of Michigan's win against Michigan State is less impressive after how, uh, how Purdue beat Michigan State. Yeah, I can see that. I'm a little less impressed with Michigan. And just looking back at our game, what if Mertz doesn't get hurt? Yeah. Just what 100%. if that doesn't happen? Oh, yeah. 100%. So I'm, in my mind, discounting Michigan's two signature wins, uh, although Penn State lost to Illinois. so <laughs> at, at home. So. At home. Yeah. Not good. But I, I, I still think Penn State's good, and I'm starting to doubt that Michigan is. So there you go. That's my upset alert. Upset alert. All right. Um, my upset alert. You ready for this? Yeah. Are you sure? No. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this crappy game on ABC. Virginia over Notre Dame. Nice. They always find a way to play close, no matter what type of team they have. Virginia, that is. Yeah. Um, it's at Virginia. After dark. I don't know. One of those games. Trap game, letdown game for Notre Dame. Virginia over Notre Dame. You just throw out trap or letdown and just be like, it's got to be one of those. Okay. I'm going to go letdown. Letdown game. Okay. Letdown after a big win over Navy. Yep. Yeah. I, you just got to think. You think Notre Dame can lose one of these? I, all right. I like it. Yeah. I, like I will definitely be rooting for it when oh, it's yeah. on. Uh, but hopefully I will. God, there's not, nothing else really on it. When are we going to watch Texas play again? <laughs> uh, I did see a tweet. I I swear to bring up Texas to bring up this tweet, but I saw it. Yeah, you did. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Texas is perpetually the most overrated team uh, <laughs> every year. Of the last 12 seasons, uh, their win total is 1 in 10, and it's trending towards being under this year. <laughs> Only one of the last 12 seasons have they gone over their expected win total. So that's, or whatever, betting total, whatever. Uh, not great. Not, not great. good. All right, there we go. That's next week in uh, college football. Before we move on to the next one, let's take a word from our sponsors. Just kidding, we don't have sponsors, but All right. let's take a break. Back from our commercial break. Right, uh, that's it for college football. Ready to talk some NFL, Casey? Are you ready? Yeah, this, as ready as I will be. Uh, this could be a somber NFL segment. Drama-filled week for the Packers. Um, Why? Did something happen? Something happened. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you heard about it. 
Ian Rogers tested positive for COVID. Wait, uh, what? Let out a whole thing about him, whether or not he was vaccinated. Uh, apparently, back at the beginning of the preseason, he said he was immunized. Mm. Uh, and then, turns out that doesn't mean vaccinated, which, in hindsight, yeah, that doesn't mean vaccinated, does it? He's definitely, like, I don't know. Okay, I'm probably being, let me finish Uh-oh. what happened, and then I'll get into it. <laughs> Um, so that may be a serious thing. It may not be. Um, and then he goes on the Pat McAfee show and kind of defends his thing. So I'm going to split it into two things. Uh, the first of which is whether he not is vaccinated. Um, I'm vaccinated. I think people should be vaccinated. Um, but NFL does not require their players to be vaccinated. Other quarterbacks are not vaccinated. Um, he said at the beginning he was immunized, and apparently that was a big deal, that he lied to the reporters or lied to us, the fan. In hindsight, I feel like he – I didn't take that to mean he was definitely vaccinated. Yeah! I get it. I didn't think of it at the time. Um, I thought he was being cheeky about it, and I didn't care whether or not he was. <laughs> Um, I think, in again, in hindsight, he was doing it to avoid people questioning about it. Oh, that's fine. The only thing that matters if, is if the Packers treated him as vaccinated or not. Because if they didn't, then that's an issue because he is, you know, there's different rules. You don't have to get vaccinated, oh, wow. but there are different rules if you are... Um, if you're unvaccinated. So that's the only way in which I think that that matters. The second part of this, which I think is the bigger drama, is he goes on the Pat McAfee show and kind of defends why he doesn't, why he's not vaccinated. He starts out by saying, or I don't know if he starts out, but in terms of reasons to not be vaccinated, uh, he does say that he is allergic to something in the two mRNA vaccines. I don't know if he is or not. I don't know if that thing's in there. Yeah. Let's presume that it is. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Then he goes on to say a bunch of other things that people who are anti-vax say. I'm not going to defend that, but (laughs) what I will say is, does this surprise anybody? Have you not watched Aaron Rodgers the past two or three years and the type of person he has become? Have you not seen him grow out his hair and become emo? Have you not seen the drama with the Packers? Become emo. He see, he definitely seems like the type of person who thinks he's the smartest person in the room. He definitely seems like he's the type of person who would, quote-unquote, do his own research into something like this. And the people who, quote-unquote, do their own research into something like this, they put Reddit posts and... Twitter feeds up against like actual scientists. Nobody goes into it, and it's like, here I have information from the CDC and the FDA and like scientists. <laughs> I can do my own research and go on the internet and find all the crap that's out there. These are equal weight. That's what people who quote, do their own research do, and that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing. That does not surprise me at all from what I've seen from this Packers Rodgers drama, from what I've seen from his family drama, from all these things. The fact that he is one of the people who does their own research, I don't know why anybody's surprised by this. That totally seems like the type of person, type of person he is. At the end of the day, he doesn't have to be vaccinated, although I think he should be. 
<laughs> I don't think this should. Once he comes back and plays, I don't think sh- this should matter at all. I don't understand the crucifixion. Crucifixion is a strong word. Excuse me. I understand the ridicule necessary that he's getting by the NFL media outside of they're just trying to sensationalize everything. That's, I don't think it's really that huge of a deal. I, I, of course they're trying to sensationalize it. It's, it's Aaron Rodgers, it's the Green Bay Packers, it's the NFL. But I think the biggest thing here is, as it comes out, like, yeah, he used the word, I'm immunized. Um, but, you know, whether, I don't know, I guess, I, I've been trying to read between the lines, but whether the organization knew right. that he was vaccinized or immunized or whatever, that he didn't seem to come forward um, in that light and was not following proper protocol for, because there is a proper protocol for those who are vaccinated right. and who are not. Yep. And he did not seem to be following that, um, therefore relying, saying that, you know, I don't want to say lying, but not coming for, not coming forefront that yeah. he is not vaccinated. No, that would be that would be significant. Lying to the media, lying to fans, it, whatever. I don't think that that's a long term like that's an issue. Yeah, but yeah. If it was breaking these protocols, yeah, that's that's the only issue. Um, and again, I just quote his vaccine comments. They are disappointing, but I, in my opinion, not surprising coming from. <laughs> no. No. From Aaron Rodgers. No, man. Um, yeah, and way to go on the Pat McAfee show, because Pat McAfee's going to hit the hard-hitting questions on, on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, just don't get your medical advice from <laughs> NFL players. <laughs> Listen to doctors and scientists. Thank you. Um, all right. So they had that. Because of that, uh, <coughs> sorry, um, Love makes his um, first NFL star. Jordan Love, my God, I couldn't think of his first name. That was tough. Kevin. Uh, Jordan Love makes his first NFL <laughs> start. Um, does okay. 19-34-109 yards, one touchdown, one interception. If you listen to the coverage uh, from Troy Aikman or the media coverage afterwards, my God, you would have thought it was the worst performance in the game. He had more yards and ostensibly played just as well as Patrick Mahomes, uh, who is probably one will go down as the best quarterback ever. Uh, I thought he played just fine for his first start. Um, I thought that criticism of him of course was overdone um did he struggle against the blitz yeah it was his first start i thought his interception was the right read and he just overthrew it a little uh he needs to back shoulder that to um to adams instead he let it go a little bit high right read a little bit strong on the throw i thought that was acceptable although it was at a very tough part in the game we were in the red zone or close to the red zone um other than that, I thought he played pretty well. But yeah. coming away from it, go ahead. Well, well yeah. Well, uh, this is before you go forward, like, what is up with that? Like, I even even me watching, I was like, okay, wasn't setting the world on fire, but for his first start, um, yeah, first start on the road, and you know, limited 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 pre- preparation time. On top of that, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was terrible. And I I, I know the national the national. Um, News kind of covered it weird like that, but how did like the um, how did locally how did locally cover that that part of the story? I I guess 
Yeah, I didn't see much. Uh, locally, it was just this might more looking ahead and mm. like this might be the only which I, I want to talk about this in a second, but mm. it's more like this might be the only chance game chance they get mm-hmm. to judge Jordan Love. Yep. Which I mean, um, but there wasn't much criticism. I think it was just kind of more missed opportunities, which you're going to get, yeah. uh, get from them. Um, but I didn't see much, the kind of criticisms I was more referring to, uh, Troikman, who was way harsher on Jordan Love than Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Like I said, 100%. had a worse stat line. I mean, he didn't have an interception, but, uh, you know, it, he was just kind of like, aw, shucksing everything that Mahomes did wrong. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, very critical of, of love for for everything, and then the national stuff. So yeah, the, the local stuff was a little bit more muted on the criticism, and more kind of like, well, what does this mean uh, going forward? And there was a lot of that too, I, I think, everywhere. And it was really annoying how they kind of. It just seemed like this was this was the one point of data that the Packers are going to have <laughs> uh, to judge the future if they're with Jordan Love, and it's like everybody just settle down. Like, this was one point. And if he played great, like, does that change it? Hey, Matt Flynn had one great game. How did that work out for the Seahawks? <laughs> like, settle down. Uh, this is will be a data point in a bunch of information they have from Jordan Love being on their team. It seems like they feel pretty comfortable with him being a long-term replacement for Aaron Rodgers. Of course, that's what they're going to let out. But, yeah. I mean, everybody's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers had a first great game against the Cowboys when he replaced Brett Favre. It's like, okay. Like, <laughs> did that mean necessarily that he, he was going to be lost. Great? He still lost that game, by the way. Yeah. yeah. See Matt Flynn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Jordan Love is a absolutely disastrous special teams game away from beating Patrick Mahomes. And if that, like, if those special teams plays were just average for the Packers instead of disastrous... <laughs> We win the game. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? It's so it's so crazy. Um, so I think it's a a net positive uh, for a small positive, right? For Jordan Love being an answer long term. Is he going to be Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. This doesn't tell me he was, but it doesn't tell me he doesn't. So let's all just settle down and look at the game. Look at the performance for what it was—a relatively good to okay performance from a. F- second-year quarterback in his first NFL start where he found out halfway through the week that he was going to play because the starting quarterback lied to everybody about being vaccinated <laughs> and has COVID. Yeah. Let's settle down. Settle down, everybody. Get it! All right. Go! Oh, dang it. <laughs> they call it incomplete. Ben, ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Um, as far as the actual game, look, Mahomes has been terrible this year. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the defense very glowingly, knowing full well that um, there seems to be something off with Patrick Mahomes and or this Kansas City offense. But the defense did, for 40 minutes in this game, I'm not going to do the yards, I'll just do the drives, (laughs) downs, punt, punt, field goal, field goal, punt, 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 against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. The defense played amazing, held them to, I would say, 10 points. Special teams gave away three points, um, if I remember that correctly. Um, It's a great performance by the defense. The one negative, I guess you would say, is they didn't force the turnover that Kansas City has been so prone to this year. Um, But 
other than that, they played absolutely fantastic. And they did all of that without a lot of key players. Um, their top two cornerbacks were out. Alexander, obviously, out. Um, he's on IR. Uh, Stokes was a game-time decision. He was out. And Zaire um, Smith is – not Zaire – Zadarius Smith, excuse me, uh, is out with a long-term injury. Well, So these players are coming back. Other players are getting great playing time. Um, I thought Kevin King actually played well uh, for a change. <clears throat> He gets hated on a lot in Packer circles. I thought he played well, and the defense did great. Um, our, I think this game was lost. Okay, special teams. We talked about special teams. A blocked and missed field goal um, and f- muffing or whatever the hell you call it on that that punt. Uh, it's a- absolutely inexcusable. They got to clean that stuff up. Our special teams just – you know what I was thinking about, Marlo? What were you thinking about? Because I, I thought the whole thing, like, well, our special teams aren't special. Uh-huh. You know, why are they called special teams? <laughs> I, I guess I might have asked this, you this before, now that I say it out loud, but, like, I guess they didn't have anything else, and it's, like, multiple teams. It just, like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. What, I don't have a, a better thing to call it, but it is just weird that it's, I guess it's a football thing. It's, like, right why not be called special teams but um oh my god you idiot oh what a stupid flag i hate the taunting i hate the taunting that, they call the taunting i hate the taunting oh, so bad. i hate the taunting you're like oh my god he, well he taunted the chubby punter that's just me he didn't even he just looked at the sideline he, he just looked at the sideline that's such crap oh my god yeah, that's a bad call that is a bad call um all right uh, so where I thought this game was lost on the offensive, where they made it a lot more difficult on um, Jordan Love is they seem to go away from the running game, which was producing really well. Uh, AJ Dillon only had eight carries in this game; he was averaging almost six yards a carry. Aaron Jones had twelve. Uh, I mean, so our running backs only had twenty carries in a game. I mean, we were down, but we were never we, we were never down more than two touchdowns. Jordan Love shouldn't have had to throw the ball thirty four times this game. That was very weird to do. Um, needed to rely on the run game more because they were getting yards, they were gashing them, uh, and they didn't. And I thought that's where uh, the game was lost on an offensive standpoint. So there we go, Packers game. <coughs> I mean, I I think you just throw this out. I, I was going to say I feel a little bit better. The defense played better, but I don't know how bad Kansas City offense is or what's going on with that right now. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, it's just too much, too many unknowns about this game, so I don't know if the defense was just great. Uh, special teams needs to get fixed up. Obviously, Rodgers wasn't there, so I think you just kind of forget about it and move on. Uh, there we go. That's the Packers, Marlon. Anything else you had in the Packers? Uh, no, their defense is really good. You think their defense is really good? Um, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, let's skip the Bears because it looks like we'll be able to talk about them in a couple minutes here. Fine. Or we can talk about. Other NFL stuff. Yeah, some other NFL stuff. Uh, I guess, I don't the week kind of sucked. Yeah. Like, we talked about it before. It was another week of upsets, but in this it wasn't so much that the upsets happened. It's that the good teams seemed to play bad. Yeah. Like, the Bills sucked. It was The upsets the sucked. sucked. They weren't any good games. Like, they weren't even good games. They just, games just sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt uh, very un, uh, un, just uninteresting. I don't know. I don't know if it was just Sunday and, and it was nice out and I was trying to, you know, 
do some of that, but I just didn't find myself. Oh, he got a penalty for bumping the ref. Oh God, that's even worse than that. Oh my God, it's so dumb. <laughs> Either one's stupid. Um, I guess the only thing I get uh, that we might have learned is the Titans oh, might be the for ref real. Ran it to him. That's crap. Oh, he bump bumped him. Oh, oh God. This oh, jeez. And it's amazing the ref's still alive after that. He got mauled. He's protecting himself mm-hmm. while the ref was pretty. Jeez. If he didn't turn, think of how injured he was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Titans might be good, even without Derrick Henry. Uh, they beat the Rams, although Stafford played an absolutely atrocious game. Uh, had a couple crap with Rutgers quarterback passes there. Yeah. Um, where he just like spun and threw the ball to nobody in particular. <laughs> Ended up to be Titans players. Um, so they might be good. That's all I learned. Also, nobody wants maybe, maybe nobody wants to win the Super Bowl. Oh, on the flip side, Car- mm. Cardinals might be good. They were th- without Colt McCoy. And Kyler. Colt McCoy. And uh, one. Or, okay. Or maybe this, Marlon. Okay. Maybe the 49ers are just bad. I don't like to say that because they kicked the crap out of the Bears. So, but did, what did they kick the crap out of? <laughs> I remember it being closer than that. It was close, then, like, but like I, I just Jimmy Garoppolo had like eight thousand yards. That's the right. They keep the crap out of him. But no, I think the Four Niners are bad. I think I think Four Niners are bad. Um, the Cardinals, they're definitely good. Yeah. Um, even with, I mean, I don't think if they were playing another team, I don't think they would have won that game. Um, yeah, if they were playing a better team. Yeah, I don't think they would have won that game, but they were able to, and that's how that's how football works. So, are you ready to start talking about a man's job in uh, San Francisco? It's oh, um, I maybe whose job are we talking about? Are we talking about Garoppolo's job? No, I don't care about. I'm talking about Shanahan. You're talking Shanahan. What are they? Three and five, three and six on the year. Yeah, maybe they're in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah, is that three years ago? Is that too, that too soon? You just been to a Super Bowl? What have you done for me lately? I mean, they were set up to have this little window, this run, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's not happening, Marlo. And then they gamble on a rookie quarterback from North Dakota State. It seems, it seems really weird, like a. It seems like a squandering of a window. Maybe they'll turn it around, but it like they had this run, and it seems like they have to retool and go for another run, yeah. and that's what his, I guess, accomplishments were. I mean, I don't know. It seems very strange because he's held in such a high regard still. Yeah. I just don't know if it's there. Um, all right, anything else other NFL before we look ahead to next week? And- um. Yeah, is... Oh, crap. I'm going to forget. God, why did I forget names? Uh, Quarterback of New England. Oh, Mac Jones. Is Mac Jones a dirty player? I saw that somebody accused him of being a dirty player, and I didn't even care enough to look it up. (laughs) That's that's how much you care about whether or not Mac Jones is a dirty player. I saw the headline. I'm like, I don't even need to. I don't even need to click on it because I don't. I don't really care. It was pretty egregious. It was pretty egregious. Dirty player. What did he do? He was it? I can't remember. He fumbled no. or threw an interception. One of the two. But uh, yeah, he fumbled because he got he got a fumble sack, and then he the guy was whoever I forget his name who, who was going after the ball. He grabbed onto his ankle and twisted it, and the guy left left the game with a wrong ankle. Uh, 
Well, it sounds <sighs> like he has superhuman. It sounds like he has superhuman strength to yeah. be able to just yeah. break a guy's ankle with his bare hands. It's dirty player. Those those Alabama players. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's all I had. Doesn't that happen all the time? Like, isn't that a thing in football? Yeah. Like, like hurting, trying to hurt other people, like doing dirty stuff. No. Like, no? I think it's frowned upon, I Casey. I think it's frowned upon. Okay. Oh, Minnesota lost. That was fun. That was hilarious. <laughs> they do find the most hilarious ways to lose. <clears throat> they do. Because what are they, like, I think of their losses, like... Or they have five losses now? Four. Anyways, of their losses, they're all by one, one score or less. I mean, nothing can be less than one score, but they're all by one score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have yeah. five losses. Uh, yeah, all by one score or <laughs> one less. Score That's really. true. With wins just over the Panthers and Lions, and I guess Seahawks. Seahawks are. Might be good. We'll see. <coughs> I looked at the schedule. I have a problem. I have a problem. I have a problem. Uh, all right. Um, next week, Packers against the Seahawks. Um, they're saying Russell Wilson's going to play. He's been cleared by the doctor who did the surgery. It was supposed to take six weeks. It's been like three. Superhuman healing ability. I guess. You know, it just, uh, shoot, what's this thing? A concussion, concussion water? That always says, <laughs> no, it's motivation or whatever. What is it? Uh, uh, shoot. <laughs> Google. He did the no- remember the annoying thing that I thought was new, where he looked <laughs> stupid. Uh, he's in his room and he's he's going around, and it was apparently four I don't years know what old. About. Oh my god! Are you googling Russell Wilson motivation? Oh, it's gonna come. I'm gonna Google it. It's gonna come up. All right. What's the next thing? Uh, your Bears yeah. have a bye week. So going to recover from however this game ends as it goes to the two-minute warning. Uh, they're driving down six. Uh, Thursday Night Football, Ravens, Dolphins. Okay. Um, Unlimited, Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited? Still don't know what you're talking about, but okay. What? He did a whole thing where he's... It's t- what? Marlon, do you explain oh, yeah. the internet to you? Explain something on I the internet so. to you? Okay. I'll send it to you. It's He does this like, I'm Mr. Unlimited, and he just goes on. He says, Unlimited a bunch. And when I found out it was, I thought I was out. <laughs> you don't even know about yeah, it. Yeah, so I'm way out of it. You are. All right. Ravens of Miami, uh, give me a reason to watch this, Marlo. Hmm? I want you to give me a reason to watch each of these <laughs> primetime games. Uh, <laughs> um, Ravens, Miami. Uh, Ravens could be fun. Game's not going to be good, but Ravens could be fun to watch. Um, Le'Veon Bell might yeah. score a touchdown. Future Hall of Famer. Ooh. He's back. He's back. Can we get Frank Gore yeah. involved in the game somehow? Um, wouldn't it be cool if they did color rush purple and that? That uh, would teal be cool. Blue? This is a great color rush game. We're gonna keep talking about color. We're gonna be like would ten teal years blue from now or still talking orange about color be better. Rush. Like an orange Miami one. Teal would be better. better. Yeah, or whatever color that is. All right, uh, Sunday night football. Chiefs Raiders. E- is it at the Raiders? Mm. I think so. That's uh, the so it, they can, so you can hear them matters. talk about their sweet new stadium. Oh, yeah. sweet new stadium. Yeah. yeah. A lot of bad news going yeah. on with the Raiders lately. Not good. I'll just leave it at that. A lot of bad news in, with players that are no longer on their team. Ugh. 
Uh, I guess you watch it to see if Mahomes figures I will. it out. I'm a freaking fantasy team. He needs to figure it out, or I'm going to bench yeah. him. I don't. Don't talk about <laughs> fantasy. Um, absolutely terrible week for me uh, across all leagues. Not great. Um, <clears throat> Monday Night football. Rams 49ers. Um, why are we watch this one? Um, are the Rams? Are the is this? <laughs> Is, will the Rams crumble? Is this the downturn? Is it just mm. that Matt Stafford can be so good for so long and then it all comes crumbling apart? Or that he's just good when he's down <laughs> yes. and has to come back? It could be uh, if you're like me and rooting for uh, Shanahan's mm. demise. I'm not really rooting for it. I just find... Rooting for McVay. I found his McVay's, coaching and personnel McVay's decisions... McVay's very oh god yeah no this is as a spiteful Packer fan who has a young head coach who gets one one hundredth of the <laughs> gleam of these head coaches I don't know where I was going with that I just wanted to point oh! out that Matt Lafleur has a better record than both Justin these guys Justin Effin and, Fields uh, nice throw nice catch let's go um. Shoot. Uh, all right, what else next week, Marlo? Um, not seen a lot. Not seen a lot I like. There are no other good games. Minnesota, Los Angeles, both those teams like to lose oh, weird late. I like it. That could be something to watch for. Seattle Green Bay is going to be the national afternoon game, I guess. Ugh. That's your favorite. Damn it. I can play every <laughs> <laughs> I like when they're on at noon best, I think. But any other time, it's just kind of a lot you of You get that? A lot of Touchdown! To oh! How much time they leave? I should calm down. No, that's yeah, way too much time. 46. Um, for old man Ben? No, way too much time. <clears throat> Anyways... That's next week. We gotta now. We gotta kill time until this last. No, it's gonna take forever. We go on. Are we good with the NFL? All right, good with the NFL. So let's do it. We. I mean, people have been listening to us talk football (laughs) for way too long because now we have to get to America's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. Talk football. Um, Tough one this weekend for Liverpool. There, I think it was twenty-five. Match unbeaten streak comes to an end, losing at West Ham three to two. Not the worst of results. West Ham is kind of what are they doing? Um, West Ham is on the verge of the top four, if not in the top four. So they're a very good squad this year, uh, but just Liverpool's got to stop dropping points. That's all I say. Uh, granted, I'm complaining them coming off of an unbeaten streak of 25 games, so I cannot complain too much. But a disappointing result, nonetheless. <clears throat> Not nearly as disappointing as it was for Manchester United. Uh, they lost 2-0 to zero in their derby with Manchester City uh, and just looked outclassed. City looked way better than them, which they are, but if you're a United fan and you think that you are on par with the best teams <coughs> in the world. You can't be outclassed like this against Manchester City. Uh, their manager uh, is on the hottest 
of hot seats. Um, I don't know how much longer he is going to be there, and it kind of seems like they have to make a change or risk uh, missing out on Champions League uh, qualification because it's not it's not going well. Um, this week is an international break, uh, so there's no Premier League, no Champions League. Uh, the U.S. men's national team is playing Mexico in a World Cup qualifier on um, Friday night. I think it's like an 8 o'clock game, uh, Central Time Friday night. A big one. Um, if you're the U.S., you just kind of want to come out with uh, a good – obviously want a result, but if you can just – put on a good showing uh, and look better than you have the past uh, I don't know how long um, that's what you're looking for so there you go that's it that's it for that's the it for corner, kick. corner kick yeah what a quick corner kick um, you got any throw-ins I, I, I got one because so. everyone wants to hear about my, my family yeah. um, so my <laughs> it's actually a story but it's pretty cool. So my parents were okay. on their uh, anniversary trip. Happy anniversary, mom and dad. They cool. went down to Atlanta. Um, and they booked the trip, you know, a couple weeks ago. And they went down to Atlanta. They checked into their hotel. Uh, there was a bunch of people hanging outside the hotel. When they checked in, they realized they were right on the uh, Braves parade route for the World Series. <laughs> oh. <laughs> which, which is my mom's dream and my dad's nightmare. So... It was it all it all worked out, but they were uh, they were hanging out the window for the Braves parade. Where do you go, Mom, Dad? I saw a clip of it where it was just like going thirty <laughs> yeah. miles an hour down the road. <laughs> they're just book- booking. Man. Uh, there's just parades. Other than that, um, college, fo- college basketball starts. It does. I was gonna put that in, uh, yeah, but I yeah. want to make the pot too long. Obviously, <laughs> we're past that. Yeah. At this point. Um, uh, Badgers play a couple preseason-ish games, right? Uh, yep. To start the season, um, got the. I just saw an advertisement for I don't know what they call it, tournament champions or whatever. Where the one that Michigan State's always yeah. in with like Kentucky and Duke. Uh, that's coming up. College basketball stars. Pretty excited for it. Uh, will be an interesting year for the Badgers, obviously, um, with all the change <clears throat> and new faces coming in. Um, I don't. I honestly, this might be the least prepared I've been for a college basketball season, as far as like really knowing anything <laughs> about any of the teams. Gonzaga's ranked preseason number one, but I think that's just more of a. I mean, one, it's a reflection of. I mean, they yeah. were in the national championship game. Um, they got uh, the one guy who you hate back. <laughs> um, Is he? I think he's back. I think um, <clears throat> they got so it's a function of them being oh, good, but it's on, also guys. a function of um, I think everybody kind of looking and going, we don't know how good anybody right. else yep. is. I think a combination of that, you know, um, I even looking at kind of the, the champions bracket or whatever that tournament was, they were all kind of 10, 10, 11 lower ranked teams it'll be interesting i don't know it's i feel it feels wide open uh more so than almost any other year uh but maybe by the end of it, it'll just be the same teams anyway but <clears throat> it feels pretty wide open um and like i said i know probably at least about God. 
Dang it, you guys. F this. So dumb. Stupid football's dumb. Uh, should I riff about college basketball <laughs> some more? No, we don't. Uh, Chucky Hepburn is a true freshman, and he is set, probably going to start uh, when oh, we play God. tomorrow. Lighting off sides. Uh, could be tomorrow. Uh, whenever he starts, if he does start, he'll be the first true freshman to start since Devin Harris. Whoa. Is that re- is that for real? So, yeah, I saw it in a tweet. Oh my so it's god, I got. <laughs> yeah, I oh, wow. Okay, it seemed like a legitimate did, tweet. Did Brad da- Brad Davison didn't start. Did he start a true freshman? No, no, probably didn't start. Okay, I've just been around for twenty years. Um, sorry, I'm going through my mental rolodex here. Yeah, I don't know. They don't usually yeah, don't start. I guess. You know? yeah. We've had old. <laughs> All right, Marlo. Bears just lose in heartbreaking fashion. It's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. Final yeah, score. Yeah. Something like that. Got it. Uh, Santos misses a sixty-six-yard <laughs> yeah. kick by about ten yards. Uh, breaking his active longest streak of forty yards. Just brutal to do that to the man, in my opinion. Uh, uh, it's, yes. What are your thoughts? Take away. You know, I don't even know where to go. Started off bad game. Started off looked like they were just going to versus his way. Had a great defensive. Or was it, no, it was a special team. Special teams touchdown um, on a muff hunt uh, that got mm-hmm. it back into. And then Justin Fields taking the team down for a, t- for a touchdown for the go-ahead touchdown, which... Not a bad. I mean, that, that was awesome. I mean, that was awesome. That was awesome to see. He's stepping up in that big tie play, but the defense did not come through. It was a lot of time left. It was a minute, about a minute fifteen left, minute twenty some on the clock for Ben to get down and get in field goal range. The defense needs to step up. Actually, they did step up, but they decided to. Was that the taunting? No, that wasn't the taunting. That was before then. But anyways, taunting's stupid. Taunting's dumb. Um, defense wasn't able to hold it up, yeah. keep him out of field goal range, and just not enough time to get into field goal range on the other side. Although they did pretty well trying to. I'm giving out too many participation trophies. This is crap. They should have had the game. Justin put him down the field. All they do is make a stop, keep him out of field goal range, and they just let him march down the field. Brutal. Brutal. They put your hopes up, and they just knock it down. Frick. I think in general... Uh, teams need to rethink this prevent defense thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I do think it shouldn't be this easy to just get field goals. Like, mm. play normal defense. Don't give up. Like, yeah, I know you can get burned deep. I understand that that's a possibility. But if they could just chunk it down 10, 15 yards each throw, like, what is even the point? Like that's going to work. Like it's just time and time again. Bears did it in this mm-hmm. game. And Steelers did it first, then the Bears did it. You know, Packers did it the other week. It's like you can't just play prevent and hope that they're not going to go sixty yards in a minute because it's going to happen if you're just playing like that. I don't understand. They're just so passive in the prevent. Yeah. Just make them throw four incomplete passes. I know that's hard to do, but like, or it's easier to say than to do. But like, come on. Um, 
<laughs> this totally looked like a game that the stupid bears were going to pull off uh, after they got that uh, muff punt uh, for a touchdown. Um, I mean, honestly, neither of these teams look that great tonight. <laughs> sure, I was recording a podcast right now, so I didn't watch it too closely, but, you know, I think both of these teams, if they would have won, would have kind of, you know, wiped their brim and said, whew, thank goodness, because that was not a great game. But obviously, you'd rather be doing that than being in the Bears position. So, um, just Fields? Yeah. Looked bad until. Yeah, a couple the of nice. I mean, the touch, the. The, he had a couple other nice plays. First touchdown uh, okay, drive. Plays, he had a good, but well, he had a good touchdown drive, and then the drive uh, to bring to put him ahead was was good. So, I mean, there's that the maturation of yeah. Justin Fields. That's I guess I'll hang my hat on that for tonight. Uh, not like this team's going anywhere, so <laughs> why not just you know keep his keep his up, upward momentum going, at least gain some confidence. And uh, yeah, go for here. Bears lose. What else is new? Lisa, Lisa was entertained. Lisa wasn't a blowout on prime time. So there you yeah. go. Did I got that? That is something. That is something. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we stayed up for that. Um. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Glad I made you go through watching that yeah. while we recorded the podcast. That was. Cool. <laughs> you know, she was usually on the other foot. So it was nice to have you be the one reacting uh, for my own uh, selfish reasons. That's it. That's next week's a bye. That's all I got on the Bears. Next week's a bye. Mm -hmm. You got a week to... Oh, speaking of byes, um, I saw a meme. Okay. And I would like to share it with you on the podcast. It was like a box score, like a, you know, it would, this one would have been Bears, you know, 27 um, Steelers. 29 or whatever it would have been right the score like that so it, it said uh nfl bye week oh very detroit good. lions 20 very good <laughs> lions 0 and 9 <laughs> that's great very good there you go great meme i loved it oh well i shared it with a couple of our friends and they didn't respond so I think I, I'm hoping yeah. that it goes the over verbal meme. with our uh, fellow fans <laughs> than it did. <laughs> yeah, when I explain it instead, the people actually Fantastic. showed the picture too. All right, that's all I got, Casey. Uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter. Probably grumbling myself at Marlo Jr. The podcast at One Thirty Two Breeze. Casey at Prof Badger Fan. That's all I got, Casey. You got your last words. <laughs> oh, uh, scary Christ. Alvarez just tweeted out the Bears are the Nebraska of the NFL <laughs> thought I'd share that with you before I log up alright well as always fellow fans until next time I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports